Welcome to 500 Seconds to Joy. I'm your host, Stephanie. I'm super excited to have you here today. And we are talking about mom guilt. Big topic, I know. But we're specifically talking about how we can get mindful, how we can connect with ourselves as a woman, as a person, aside from our roles as wife and mom, for example. So we're going to talk about how we can get mindful in the midst of mom life, take time to be present with ourselves and our children, um, and specifically really pour into ourselves and get rid of that mom guilt about it because we matter, mamas. And I am joined by Karen Liebner, and she is a podcast host as well. She has a podcast called Finding Your Momtra Podcast, and she also has a blog. Finding Your Momtra. And she's really committed to supporting moms in their journey and just really partnering with them. Um, she has a digital course called Uplevel Your Motherhood. And she really is passionate about helping moms get clear on their priorities and really help them to enjoy their motherhood more and be more intentional and mindful. So in part one today, we are going to be talking about mom guilt. And in part two, which is the next episode, episode 46.5, um, we are going to really dive into how to get mindful. And Karen created a free guide for you. The link is in the show notes. I cannot wait for you to hear from Karen Liebner from Finding Your Mantra. Enjoy, friends. Welcome, Karen. Hey, Stephanie. Thanks so much for having me. You are so welcome. I'm super excited to have you here. I love interviewing fellow podcasters. So everybody, this is... <laughs> Karen Liebner, and she is the host of the podcast, Finding Your Mantra, and she just has so much goodness to share, and she is also a digital course creator, and you're just going to love hearing from her, so welcome, Karen. Thank you. Yeah, and can you just start by, you know, introducing yourself a little bit, sharing what this season of life looks like for you and your family, and just also share about your business, um, Finding Your Mantra. Momtra, yes, <laughs> your new um, digital course, up level your motherhood. Yeah, absolutely. So, um, as Stephanie said, uh, my name is Karen Liebner, and I am a self-proclaimed uh, mindset mentor for moms, and I provide coaching, group programs, and events. And um, a little bit about my current personal season of life. I've been married for four years, um, met my husband about 15 years ago, which is crazy. And we now have two kids. Um, you might hear my eight-month-old squirming around on my lap at some point during this call. So I have an eight-month-old, uh, Margot. There she is. And I have um, an almost three-year-old, Ben. And uh, we live in rural Pennsylvania. We are former Philadelphians who just moved to uh, the mountains of Pennsylvania. So, yeah, that's what's going on over here. <laughs> nice. Yeah. And I love I love the title of your podcast and just what it represents. So can you just explain a little bit to people what finding your mantra means to you? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> um, as of recording this, I've just a little beyond my two-year anniversary of buying the domain name, Finding Your Momtra, and I wasn't really sure what it was going to become, but I was nine months postpartum with my son, and we're going to probably get into a little bit about, you know, becoming a parent, and I, well, I know we will, and answering the questions that you prepared me for, um, 
but I was completely overwhelmed. I really lost myself completely in motherhood. I dove in head first and just took it all on. And I was like, what, what is happening? <laughs> like, is, this, mm-hmm. is this really what it is? You know, why did no one tell me? Um, yep. I was having, you know, to be very honest, a lot of questions like, what did I get myself into? Did I make a mistake even? Um, it just was so overwhelming to me. And we're going to talk a lot about mom guilt and mindfulness in this episode, but that had always kind of been part of my life. Um, I know that you're Christian. Um, I grew up Roman Catholic, um, attending Roman Catholic school for elementary and high school. And um, I really had always had like mindfulness and meditation in my life through my dad, who was not affiliated with an organized religion at all. And I just, I felt this call to go back to that, to these things that he involved me in and taught me as a kid as a way Mm -hmm. to, you know, reconnect and figure out who I was and and get some peace back in my mind and my heart that I was missing by being so kind of bowled over by motherhood. And so I bought this domain name. I didn't even tell my husband. It took me a few days to figure out a name (laughs) for it all. Mm -hmm. And I started blogging and I was like, you know what? I don't like love blogging, but I do love talking. So maybe I'll try this podcast thing. Mm -hmm. I hadn't even heard of a podcast until I started to blog and I was listening to uh, podcasts about blogging. (laughs) I was like, wait a minute. I love doing that. So then I started podcasting and it's just grown from there. You know, I started hosting events in 2019 and, you know, like you said, I just launched my first group program and it's just been growing and a really awesome experience. That's so cool. I love hearing about that. And I definitely connect with the idea of, um, you know, I grew up Roman Catholic and I still am a practicing Catholic. And, um, I also, love the idea of mindfulness and just really getting in tune with ourselves and Mm -hmm. what are our core longings and passions and what are we called to. And I, like you have been called to podcasting. I tried a little bit of the blogging thing, totally not my thing. Um, (laughs) I like writing Instagram captions and sending emails, but not blogging. And so, but yeah, I love talking. So here we are. Um, and same, I, I love that. I totally connect with that. Um, and so, you know, speaking of mom life and, and mindfulness, so we're going to, like you said, talk about mom guilt and, and first, I just love to hear what is what does this look like in your life? Like how how is mom guilt played out? Because we all experience it. If anyone says they don't, mm-hmm. they're not telling the truth because it's mm-hmm. just part of being a mom. Like it's just kind of there. Mm-hmm. Not that it should be, but it just it it it's you a know, very universal its experience. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it does. It is. It is. And so I would love to hear from you about what it means to you and just kind of what it's looked like in your life. And then just ways that you've really fought back and said, Hey, no, I'm not going to succumb to this. I'm going to overcome this. Mm -hmm. So like I said, in the first few weeks and months of my son's life, I was sort of just knocked over the head with this idea that this is nothing like i felt prepared for or that I saw as people's experience of motherhood. And I had this guilt of maybe I'm just doing it wrong. And I had always thought I was, I 
always wanted to be a mom. I mean, since I was one of those little girls who played mom all the time and could not wait. And here I was in my thirties, finally becoming a mom. And then it happened. And I was like, uh, wait a minute, <laughs> wait, yeah. this is all wrong. None of this feels right or natural. Actually. I mean, a lot of mothering came natural to me and I you know, adore my son, but I was like, this just all feels really uncomfortable. And it all kind of started with my delivery. I went to all of the natural birth classes, all of that stuff was going to go drug free. And it turns out I had a C-section under general anesthesia. So I never even, well, I experienced labor for a whole day for 24 hours before having the C-section, but I never, I didn't get to meet my son. I didn't get to do skin to skin. I didn't get to nurse him until he was a couple hours old because I was asleep And I was racked with guilt immediately. Mm -hmm. That was my introduction to motherhood. I did it wrong. I couldn't do it. You know, something, I don't have this mom gene. My body failed me. I failed him. Just, you know, all of the things right off the bat, my first hours of motherhood. And it just, it it killed me. (laughs) And, um, you know, then I returned to work. Actually, I, I started a new job when he was eight weeks old. That was a whole other thing. My friends had had jobs that had um, maternity leave lined up. And so they got 12 or 16 weeks. And I was here. I was going back with this really tiny person in someone else's care. And I felt bad for that. Why didn't I have better preparation? Um, And so, you know, I've experienced a lot of the same mom guilt immediately right off the bat in motherhood that a lot of moms do. And the same kind of things day to day, month to month, adding a second child. I don't know if you felt that, but I was so elated Mm -hmm. to have another baby. And then closer to delivery, I was like, what am I doing to my son? Mm -hmm. (laughs) He's had this perfect little life of the three of us and we're totally turning it upside down. Why did we make this choice? Is it wrong? And it turns out it's absolutely wonderful. But, you know, I've had all those same feelings. Um, To be honest with you, my biggest um, strategy for combating this, um, it's to me, it's a no brainer and it's super easy. Um, once you sort of commit to it, but my main thing is having clear priorities. And that's one of the pillars of my program up level your motherhood. Um, I believe that there's four main pillars of having a fulfilling and thriving motherhood experience. And for those it's having an identity outside of motherhood, (laughs) Um, Mm -hmm your uh, priorities, your boundaries, and your communication. And I feel like when you have clear priorities, it's the foundation for all aspects of your life because you're able to let everything else go. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, if for you having a home-cooked meal every night is a priority, then you're able to let go of something else that you're feeling guilty for not doing because it's not a priority of yours. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think when you're honest with yourself and sit down about your values and what are the things that your family believes in, you can kind of let the other stuff wash away, but you really have to get to know yourself and your values and things in order to make that happen. Um, I'm out of breath because I'm rocking this bowling ball of an eight month old that I have. (laughs) (laughs) Getting exercise and dog. Awesome. (laughs) Yep. I feel it. My second born is a big boy. And yes, I get out of breath carrying him around the house. (laughs) We call her Chubbawubs. Everybody calls her Wubs. That's Um, so cute. She's my barnacle. So I'm always carrying her. Um, 
all of my podcast episodes, I'm like, (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Um, so my, my second um, sort of not tip, but realization with this is we, since we all experience mom, Gail, we sort of, you know, already said it's a universal experience. I think about this. I'm a stay at home mom who works from home, building her own business. And a lot of times I let guilt creep into my mind because I'm not right now. I'm not on the floor playing with her. I'm talking to you, right? I should be Mm -hmm. developing her mind and reading to her and helping her do tummy time and all this stuff. Um, Or there's a mom right now who I'm very good friends with who's away at a work conference and she loves her work, but she's racked with guilt because she's not home with her kids. And I'm here snuggling my eight month old. If we both feel bad about that, how can we both be right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. How can we both feel guilty having very opposite experiences? If if neither one of us is right, neither one of us is wrong. It goes back to that priorities. For me, doing this, meeting moms like you, filling my cup in this way, providing inspiration to other moms. When I get off this call, I'm going to be so fired up. I'm going to love pouring into her. Whereas Mm -hmm. if I didn't do this and I was doing tummy time right now, I'd be like, you know, rolling my eyes. Like, do we have to keep doing tummy time? (laughs) You know what I mean? So, Mm -hmm. you know, a priority of mine is continuing to do this work. And that sometimes means that I have to pace around my kitchen talking to you instead of, you know, reading to her right now. Mm -hmm. So because my priorities are clear, I'm able to sort of let that guilt wash away. Doesn't mean that it doesn't pop into my head a thousand times a day. (laughs) Yep. That is such good advice. I love that. Very practical, very simple. And I always say the simplest things are the best tips. The best advice is Mm -hmm. seriously so simple and it's staring Uh us right in the face. So we just have to grab (laughs) hold of it. I love that. And so it doesn't seem like it should be. It doesn't seem like it should be. No, I know. Like -hmm. it should be complicated. There should be like this 10 step (laughs) process. Right. Exactly. But it's actually simple. And that's it for part one. Tune into part two if you have a few more minutes. And Karen is really going to dive into mindfulness more. And don't forget to get that free guide. The link is in the show notes. Bye for now.